And something that we really want to highlight that is taking place this weekend is the Edmonton Fall Home Show. Welcome to the show. It's 206. This is Chelsea on Shed, and we are talking to the owner of Tipsy Palm, Rosalind Lazarek. Rosalind, thank you so much for being in studio and joining me today. Thank you for having me. Okay, so we're going to talk all about what Tipsy Palm is and what you're all about and why it is that you're taking place in the Edmonton Fall Home Show, which is very fast approaching. Uh, yes. You're doing set up right now for an opening of noon tomorrow. Oh, right, so yeah. starting to feel that pressure a little bit. A little bit. Tipsy Palm is curated vintage fashion and home goods. Yes. Is that right? Yes. I mean, I know there's so much that goes into a business. So that's that's probably the simplest way that I can explain it. You are much better suited to explain what it is that you're all about. Tell us a little bit about your store and how it came to be. Yeah, so I mean, um, I guess if we go way back, Tipsy Palm originated, I'm an uh, interior designer by trade uh, and was always sourcing vintage pieces for my clients and for myself. Um, and couldn't leave a lot of those treasures behind. So I ended up having a storage room full of pieces, um, mostly home decor pieces at that time. And I just thought, well, there's people out there that are looking for places to source this that maybe don't have the time to mm-hmm. thrift, maybe don't have the time to find the estate sales and all those things. So I thought, oh, I'll just start this little side business and to, you know, in addition to my interior design. Um, and then it grew to be my passion and I've now closed my interior design businesses and this is what I'm doing full time. Um, and it evolved into fashion as well. Just um, that's always been a bit of my passion. And so it was, again, just because it wasn't my size, I wasn't able to leave some of these treasures behind. Mm-hmm. So I decided to, yes, to branch into fashion as well. I, I know that feeling when you're thrifting and you're <laughs> like, maybe in some world, this yeah. will eventually fit me one day. But yeah. It's so cool. I can't, I can't part with it. And I think that's an experience that so many people are having right now because vintage or thrifted goods or secondhand consignment items, however you want to classify them, are really having a big moment. I think a lot of people are becoming much more aware of their clothes and where they're coming from. Sustainability is top of mind for a lot of people. So, I mean, you've really found a great moment to be doing a business like this. What's the reaction been like? Are people really leaning into consigning? Definitely. So um, I don't in particular consign. I purchase outright, but there's lots of consignment stores and they tend to be more contemporary pieces. So current kind of trends, current pieces. So that's where you kind of do that, you know, slowing down fashion is really what we're trying to do because we hear so much about fast fashion and the problems that it causes in our world. Um, So this is just a great way to kind of, yeah, like you said, lean into this slow fashion, whether it's vintage, whether it's... um, just pre-loved is a word we like to use too, right? So it's just something that's been pre-loved but still has a lot of love to give. So whether that's a consigned piece or it's vintage. um, And then we're just trying to as well change the idea of vintage being um, a costume or something that you Mm -hmm. have to kind of dress up as. So, you know, current trends are all influenced by past trends. So they're always just tweaked a little bit, right? So we're still seeing a lot of what was happening in the 90s and Y2K on the current runways in the current stores. So why not take a look at the pieces that were produced back then? They were probably better quality. Um, and they're still out there living and they, you know, they're just unique and different. Okay. So you're teaching me something in that it, it's not all consignment. There are sort of different categories here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when we're talking about Tipsy Palm, we're talking about vintage. Is that so right? I just do vintage. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's kind of, there's so much like in this world of secondhand. Um, so I do vintage. So vintage is classified as 20 years or older. So a lot of times we think of it as being 
a lot more than that, but it's really just 20 years or older. So Y2K, the 90s, 80s, all the way back, right? Okay. So um, I, you know, have clothing and accessories and things that range from the 50s all the way up to the 2000s. So it really just depends. We look for quality. We look for kind of something that might lean into people's current homes and work with their pieces. So it's not just about, um, you know, switching over your whole home or your whole closet to be vintage or secondhand. Mm. But how do we incorporate some of those pieces into your modern home, your modern closet? Uh, do people really have, have trouble doing that, incorporating some pieces into the way that their modern home looks right now? And how do you help them navigate that? Well, definitely that's a challenge because a lot of, um, you know, it, it's a, it, it takes some creativity. It does take some sort of thinking outside the box and not being kind of stuck into one look, right? So not just defining yourself as I am modern farmhouse mm -hmm. and I have to stay into that box. Um, so having some fun with it, you know, having unique pieces. So your home becomes a little bit more eclectic when you start to incorporate vintage pieces, but it also has a lot of character and it really helps to define your own personal style rather than your home just looking like a show home. So I don't want you to give away all of your trade secrets because we want people to come to you. We want people to, to source from Tipsy Palm. But how do you source some of these items? Are you just constantly on the lookout and scouring the internet and estate sales yeah, to find these pieces? Yeah. A lot from estates. So that's a big one. So we shop, um, I shop private closets. So, um, you know, a lot of women that are retiring from the work field and have beautiful clothing that's still in their closets that, you know, deserves to be loved. Um, but say a consignment store may not take it because it's not current. Mm, okay. So a lot of estate sales, a lot of that kind of thing. But yeah, thrifting, garage sales, wherever the treasures can be found. Rosalind, how do you not keep all of these products for yourself? Because I would have such a problem doing that. Yeah, it's, it's a tough one. Um, but the beauty of the business that I have is I get to cycle through these things, right? So I might keep a lamp for a couple of years and then find something that I want you know, come across another piece that speaks to me at that time. So then that lamp goes into Tipsy Pum and it gets sold to someone else. And so that's the beauty of secondhand, right? Is we just keep all of these pieces going, keeping them out of the landfill. What do you suggest that people look for if they're trying to maybe kind of dip their toe into incorporating some vintage finds into their home or to their wardrobe? Where do you start? So I, I love Pinterest. Like I, we, we all refer back to it, like whenever as a designer, you know, all the things about just how to create boards to help us pull our ideas together, because often that's what it is. It's overwhelming. Well, how do I incorporate it? How do I make it look right? So if you're on Pinterest and you're looking up, you know, vintage influenced things or certain time periods like mid-century modern um, and start pulling images of things that kind of speak to you, um, it'll help you kind of create a story so that when you're going out and sourcing either mm. from the thrift stores or the estate sales or from us resellers that are in your community, it'll help you narrow down what it is that you're looking for, what size that piece might be, all of that kind of stuff. So it doesn't verge very far off of how you would plan a room, uh, you know, in interior design or interior decorating. It's the same kind of advice. Um, it's just being a little bit more open to where these pieces are coming from. So start gathering your thoughts and then go in with some semblance of an idea so that you're not tempted uh, the second that you start really yeah, looking around. Yeah, just sort of have a, a little bit of a path, 
you know, I'm not going to say that you might not take a, a right instead of a left at times, but a little bit of a path helps. Well, a really good place to start would be at the Edmonton Fall Home Show, mm-hmm. which, as we said, starts tomorrow and runs this weekend. Noon is where things really begin tomorrow at the Edmonton yeah, Expo yeah. Centre. And Tipsy Palm is going to be part of the Curate Vintage Market. Sorry, you're creating the, the Curate Vintage Market. Tell right. us a little bit about what you're offering and what it is that you're doing there. So the Curate Vintage Market is a, a market concept that I came up with a few years ago. Um, and it just, just it's uh, set up to make shopping a little bit easier. So a lot of people get very overwhelmed when they're shopping vintage, as we've been kind of chatting about. Mm-hmm. Um, it can feel a little bit uh, like almost when people say it's too overwhelming to shop at Winners because there's just one of everything and it's, right. it's overwhelming. So we set it up a little bit more like a boutique shop. So there's one point of sale. We've got several different vendors in there. We've got change rooms. We're there to help you style pieces. If you're looking for something in particular to go for a, a particular occasion or if you've got... Um, you know, a great pair of dress pants that you're looking for a vintage top to go with. We can help you find those things. So it's just set up a little bit more like a boutique shop um, to kind of take away a little bit of that digging that becomes so overwhelming for people. Who is your demographic? Are you offering it for all age ranges, all size ranges? Who is welcome to come and shop the market? Oh, it's a full range because we've got, so it's myself, Tipsy Palm. The two other main vendors in this space um, is Laura from Pepper Moon, and then there's Zach from Alexander and Rose. And so Zach, um, he specifies, I'm going to say his clothing is um, from the 60s, 70s. He's got some really, really great classic pieces, whereas Laura's pieces are a little bit... um, she definitely does a great size range. So she used to have a plus uh, line, um, and now she really tries to source things that are large and um, and above. Um, lots of pattern with Laura, lots of really fun pieces. I'm a little bit more um, workwear, a lot of really great blazers, a lot of great pieces from the 90s. So there's a huge range. We also have a section called um, Curate Collections, which has got eight different vendors that have got one rack and they've just pulled 50 of their favorite pieces. So the range of product is unbelievable. It's a huge market. Rosalind, because secondhand is something that's so popular right now, does that change the price point that customers can expect to find? So there's a lot that goes into creating your price point. Um, We all have our own method of creating our price point, so there's no one rule. But um, we have to take into consideration the time it took us to source it. We all launder all of our pieces. We might be mending them with, uh, you know, fixing a button or, you know, repairing a hem, things like that, getting stains out. We then have to steam them. We have to prepare them. So there's a lot that goes into getting each piece onto the rack Um, and also depending on what that piece is. So if I'm finding a great top from say Le Chateau in the 80s, we know what the quality of that piece is even though it's made in Canada so it's good construction but that's a mid-priced, lower-priced piece. But if I'm going to find something from a great Brett, say I find an HBC coat from the 70s, that's going to be a higher priced item. They hold their value, right? So there's a lot of research that we have to do going into it as well. So prices range still way lower than buying new. You're alluding to something that I think probably a lot of people take for granted that is likely familiar to you is that I think people think that because they maybe shop secondhand or they've been into a thrift store (laughs) that they could enter into this market and that they could do what it is that you do. Talk a little bit about the behind the scenes (laughs) and just how much work goes into running a business like this. Yeah, we're not a thrift store. So we are a secondhand store. Um, There's a lot of work that goes into it. We all um, have a lot of passion behind what we do. There is, 
yeah, as I was saying, I mean, we launder things, we have to go out and source things. So the amount of hours, the, the time it takes just to go out and days and days of sourcing things, and you might hit four different estates and there isn't anything there for you. So that whole day is kind of mm -hmm. lost, right? So I mean, there's lots of, lots of factors that go into it. Um, but we also want to bring value and a good price point to the community. So things are priced reasonably and there is a lot of value in what you're spending the money on. So you started as an interior designer and mm -hmm. kind of made a little bit of a swerve really exploring this passion. What keeps you passionate about this? Um, I just think it's, I mean, for me, it's the hunt. I've always been a, a thrifter. It's always something I've done for myself. And so it's just when you find those treasures, it's, I don't know, it just brings excitement. Um, and then when you meet the person that is going to purchase that piece, it's the joy that it brings them. There's so many stories that come along with it of um, nostalgia and things that it reminds them of, or, oh, my mom or my grandma or all those wonderful things. So it's just, it's a it's a really beautiful community that's started here in Edmonton with the resellers, with the people that are supporting us as small businesses. Um, I think I'm just really enjoying that a bit. It's a bit quieter than the interior design world was for 20 years, which I loved, but this is just sort of a fun phase for me to just, um, yeah you know, bring what I love and, and my style to, to everybody. Well, you've done a really great job creating a lot of brand, brand awareness around Tipsy Palm and around since 2017. And now you can check out the Curate Vintage Market by Tipsy Palm at the Edmonton Fall Home Show. As we said, uh, runs all weekend. It opens tomorrow at noon. Rosalind, thank you so much for making the time to come in studio today. Yes, thanks for having me. Of course, my pleasure. That's Rosalind Lazaric, owner of Tipsy Palm. Uh, again, participating at the Edmonton Fall Home Show this weekend.